Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Kerning Cultures is a podcast showcasing interesting audio documentaries from the Middle East. I've enjoyed recent stories about one man's plan to visit 47 towns called Lebanon in the USA, a potholing trip down the deepest underground cave in the world, and one all about the Arabic version of Sesame Street called Iftar Yasimsim. Here's an example from Dubai, now a futuristic skyscraper-studded metropolis, but people still remember the time not so long ago when it was just a small trading port without an airport, a time when you could just walk out of your house and go and play in the sand dunes. One relic from this bygone age was the Plaza Cinema. It opened up in 1972, but it was torn down for a new development in 2015. So producer Alex Atak tracks down some of the people involved with setting it up. People like Lakshman Bhatia, whose father started showing and renting out Bollywood movies on an old 16mm projector. So to give you a sense of what Dubai or what life in Dubai was like at the time, there was, I mean, there was really nothing. You had to, if you wanted to entertain yourself, you had to create your own entertainment. And so what Lakshman's dad started was kind of an informal cinema club. They post a small board outside his father's tailoring shop and on it had the names of the films that they had available to screen that night or that weekend. So everybody was asking two, three days in advance, what movie are we going to show? It was not just not to watch a movie, also get together also, every Thursday, once in a week. And so as word spread, they started renting out to hotels and hospitals and labour accommodations because films were kind of a vital link back to their home culture. The population makeup at the time was mostly local Arabs, along with a few Persian and South Asian traders. And then there was a small number of British military personnel because they operated the Trucial States under a protectorate. But over the next decade, Dubai changed a lot. And in 1971, the Trucial States, which is what the UAE was called before it was the UAE, unionized and became the United Arab Emirates. And then around that time, a few standalone cinemas started to pop up. There was one called Dira Cinema at first, and that was shortly followed by the Plaza Cinema, which opened right in front of Lachman's house. After these cinemas opened, watching movies in the UAE became much more popular. And that was in part because of the work of this guy. Okay, yeah. This is Asif Ali Raja, but he just goes by Raja. He was the first manager of the Plaza Cinema when it opened. And he's from Pakistan originally, moved to Dubai in the early 1970s to work for the Dry Docks, which had just opened. He lives in an old part of Dubai in the same apartment he's lived in for years. And we showed up at his door and it just says, like, on the front of the door, it just says Raja in huge letters. Um, and he took us inside and, like, his wife instantly started making tea for everybody. This is my wife. <laughs> this is my elder daughter. He was taking us around his living room, uh, showing his family photographs. This is when I was young. I used to call my... Elvis Presley. It's weird. He really, like, he actually did look like Elvis Presley when he was young. <laughs> and then we sat down and he told us the story of how he became the first manager of the Plaza Cinema. There was this local family and they were looking to open a cinema in Dubai. I came here in 71. I met them in uh, 
72. Russia knew them from working at the dry docks, and because he was kind of known as somebody who could just make businesses work, they offered him the job as the full-time manager of the cinema. I was like, a, you know, good luck charm or something. But he had no experience as a cinema manager, so he went down to the British Council Library, which was in Burdubai, and took out all the books he could on how to run a cinema. So I went there, I collected all the books, I started studying about the cinemas. Alhamdulillah, within a few months, it was one of the best cinemas. It was this huge statement piece. It had a 70 millimeter screen and almost 1600 seats. And it was right in the middle of the city center at the time. But there were only a few local film distributors and it was still very much a developing market. So at times, Raja had to literally drive to the airport himself and pick up the film reels. So I was introduced to the director of the customs at the airport. He introduced me to all the big people there. I would just walk in like a big boss, shake hands with the police guys, shake hands with the custom guys, pull it in the trolley, come out, put it in my car and I come out. They were showing films from India and the USA and across the Arab world. One of the first movies to be shown there was the 1972 Woody Allen rom-com, Play It Against Sam. Tremendous poise. I'm an absolute master. But the cinema's heyday was before my time, and I actually never went to it. So I've been kind of piecing this story together from other people's memories, like Lachman and Raja's. But I also went to visit Amor al-Attar, who we spoke to earlier, and he kind of works like an archivist. He calls his studio his treasure trove, um, and it's full of old film rolls and, like, photo prints and cameras and books and magazines. Everything is to do with Dubai from the 1970s, 80s and 90s. And in his collection, he's got some of the earliest film posters from the Plaza Cinema. I want to show you one of the first posters they showed. This was... So uh, what, we were, what we were looking at was this film poster for a 1973 American film called The Roommates. And it's like... So the front cover is this... It's like highly saturated photos and the, there's one in the middle of this couple kissing and it's kind of surrounded by like photos of kind of like half naked women on the beach they shared more than their room oh my god <laughs> that was yeah. the tagline for the film was they shared more than their room i don't know how they say it it's very <laughs> inappropriate yeah <laughs> when you i mean like when you consider the censorship in dubai now um, it's kind of interesting to look back and see like what was what was like acceptable and like what was allowed. That was fine. Like even my uncle, he told me when we went to go cinema in seventies, there was no much censorship. It was they were showing everything. And he's got like a whole stack of these. Like there's there's a poster for a movie called Sangram, which is a nineteen seventy six Bollywood crime movie about two brothers. Uh, and I, I watched the opening sequence on YouTube. It's this like super dramatic, like super loud, like explosion-y, uh, like high-speed high car chase with guns. And yeah, it's, it's just, um, it's like really of a time in cinema. The 1970s was a really good time in the UAE's history. Dubai has declared itself a free port and grown rich by bypassing other people's import restrictions. Wages for most people were higher than they would be back home and like oil profits were just starting to come to fruition. 
It was this young, rapidly growing country, and there was a lot of development and a lot of hope in the air. Dubai was Dubai was an exciting place for many people, and as more people moved to the country for work, places like the Plaza Cinema quickly became important community hubs, particularly for the Indian expat community. You see, in Plaza Cinema, you used to screen six shows round the clock, twenty-four hours. This is Hassan Kamal. He became manager of the Plaza Cinema in 2011. Usually, for blockbusters movie, we used to get three, four shows packed full. Can I ask what the community of people that came? Like? Asian people, uh, especially Tamil, uh, Kerala, Tamil Nadu, then Andhra, some local peoples, ten percent local peoples. You see. Before it is the cinema is the uh, cheapest entertainment for publics. Low category people, even middle class people and business people, they want to see the movie as an entertainment. And at the time, it was also super accessible. The cinema was right in the center of town. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's located in in the part of the city called Shendara. This is Yasser El Sheshtawi. He's a scholar and he writes about urban planning and history. He used to live in the UAE for nearly three decades. It it formed such an important uh, feature in the whole setting, and it also gave it a very sort of South Asian or Indian character because uh, it uh, played primarily uh, Bollywood movies. It seemed to me that it played this very important social role in the space and contributed to its uh, vitality. As the cinema grew more popular, it started hosting these huge red carpet events for movie openings. Huge queues would snake around the side of the building, and big bands of drummers and photographers and press and all these people would be there, because it it wasn't just about the movies. The building itself was like a hangout spot. It was like a meeting point. The building itself, I mean, just architecturally speaking, is is not particularly exciting or interesting. It was just this really uh, large box. It wasn't designed by particularly well-known or famous architects.、Uh, hard to say exactly what style it belonged to. I guess modernist in in a way, but in terms of its social function and what it meant to to the area and、uh, its contribution to the life of this area, I think that definitely would have been a building that should have been preserved. It had value. Dubai has been described as a sort of transient city, a, a place where Uh, people are for、uh, uh, a brief amount of time, and and they are there to to work and and to make a living, and then、uh, at the end they would have to leave and so on. For the city's low-income population, particularly those who live in labor camps or marginalized neighborhoods, the only way by which they can establish a connection to the city and, by extension, turn it into a home of some kind. Is、uh, by going through these spaces. So these are open spaces that are not necessarily meant for people to come together, but they are appropriated by the city's residents in that it enables them to form an attachment to the city,、uh, make it a little bit less alien, less anonymous. It it becomes a much better way, I think, to connect to the city and to feel an attachment to the city itself. Alex Atak presenting a cinema demolished from Kerning Cultures, produced by Alex Atak and Vanita Barawaj, edited by Dana Balut and Haber Fisher. 
and you can find some images of the team, the Plaza Cinema, and more information on where to listen to more and subscribe if you go to rnz.co.nz forward slash podcast hour now. Thanks for listening to the podcast hour from RNZ. If you're finding it helpful to find new stuff to listen to, then please do consider rating or reviewing us with as many stars as you can manage wherever you get your podcasts from and tell your friends and family about us too. And if you're writing a review, then do let us know what you like about the show or how it could be improved. So if you'd like to hear longer clips, more interviews with the people making the shows that we feature... And if four shows is about the right number to highlight each week, that kind of stuff, it would be really helpful to know. Thanks a lot. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.